Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today on the Practical Pro Musician, what would I do if I had to start over from scratch? in my music career, which also is something you could do if you are starting brand new in your music career. Stay tuned. We love playing music, but it seems like the odds of making a living as a professional musician are about as high as winning the lottery. So the big question is this, how do musicians like us with jobs, families, and responsibilities get from where we are today to making a practical living playing music we love? Well, my name is Daniel Hathaway, and this show will give you the answers. This is The Practical Pro Musician. Welcome back again, my friend, to The Practical Pro Musician. My name is Daniel. As always, I'm so thankful that you decided to spend a few minutes of your day with me so we can talk all about the real, real world stuff that comes along with being a professional musician and also trying to become one, if that's you. And um, so it's kind of cool. This week, I um, I actually, yesterday, as I'm recording this, got back from playing a gig on the road. And I don't know if I've mentioned on this podcast before or not, but I actually kind of like currently have, I, I hesitate, hesitate to say retired, but because you never say never, but I've made an intentional choice. I made this choice a good while ago, year or two ago. I took a break um, from from touring and playing music professionally. Did, did that break a couple of years ago, and then kind of liked it. <laughs> so I decided to make it more of a a somewhat permanent choice. So, um, like I said, I've never said I'll never say never. Um, but for now, I am very happy to not be traveling and playing gigs on the road, um, anymore. I've, I've enjoyed that part of my life, but I've moved on to other things. Um, which part of, part of that is this podcast, but anyway, um, but I played a gig, um, with an old friend. Um, she asked me to come play a show, um, about four or five hours away. So we, we did like old school stuff, which, um, was me and we, we jumped in a car and we drove five hours and played a show and then came back the next day. Um, so it was not luxurious. Um, there was no tour bus. There was no, um, we didn't have a road manager with us. We didn't have a sound guy with us. We didn't have anything. We was just, it was just like uh, a couple of friends jumping in a car, driving and playing a show. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Um, but doing that kind of got me 
um, thinking about the good old days, the, the, the days that, um, for many of you listening, um, most likely when you get started or if you have gotten started kind of doing the, the musician thing, uh, the good old days for me was, was what you're probably doing, which is, um, not having a tour bus or a road manager or sound guy, a lot of, in a lot of situations of, of your own, um, but just jumping in a car or a van or a truck or whatever, and just driving wherever you're going and playing the show and coming back. Um, which it kind of got me thinking about those good old days doing that kind of thing again. And I started thinking, man, it's been, I've been doing some form of music and I, I still think of myself as a professional musician now because I still do like studio sessions and um, I do this podcast and I'm involved in the world so much that I still think of it like that. Um, and I still get called every once in a while to play shows and I actually turn most of those down now because I just, I enjoy what I'm doing at home now. But anyway, um, all of that, I, you know, I, I think about, man, if I was back kind of starting out today with my music career, um, things would be different. I think I would, I would do things differently than I did. I mean, it's gosh, it's been almost, well, I've, I got my first paying gig over 20 years ago. Gosh, that's crazy to think about. I haven't thought about that until I just said it. Um, but yeah, I haven't, um, more than half my life, more of my life. I've been, I've been, uh, playing music to make money for more of my life than I, than I have not been doing that. So it takes up a majority of my life has been spent making money from playing music in some form or fashion. So it's been so long. I feel like I'm young still, but I know the world has changed in the time that, um, it's been since I kind of started, started being a professional musician or kind of became a professional musician for lack of a better way of saying it. Um, and so I would do things different now. Um, you know, there was, I'd say 90% of, of the things that, um, exist now, like digitally and technology and internet stuff, you know, none of that existed back when I was getting started. What's funny is those are the principles stay the same, right? So, um, the way we talk to people, the way we interact with others doesn't change just because there's an internet between us. Um, those principles still apply, which is why I even think that I have something to share with you in the first place. But, I started thinking, man, what would I do differently now? What would I do now if I started over from scratch? And so I came up with a few things that I, I know for sure that I would do. Now, these, this, I've actually got three things to share with you today. And I want to be clear that this is not um, all inclusive. This is not the only things that three things that I would do. These are just three of the things I would do um, and, and where I might get started with. And, and the cool thing about being a real person and not a robot is you might start with these three things as well, but you and I inevitably will find in the doing of these three things, um, probably eight other things that come up that we probably should do as well. So here's what I would do. Um, if I had to start back over and didn't know anybody in the music business kind of started over from scratch and maybe something in this will work for you as well. Um, the first thing I would do is, um, and this should be no surprise to you, but the first thing I would do is I would practice my tail off to get really good at the basics. So a lot of times people say practice, 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 which I definitely believe in for all musicians, but I don't mean become a, what like Steve Vai on the guitar or something like that. 
um, unless you're trying to play in a prog band. If you're trying to do that, then then maybe do. But um, don't uh, don't don't get really good at that stuff. I would say I would practice my tail off at the basics. So. Um, as I'm a drummer, so I would practice, you know, like, um, really playing solid with a click track, like the basic patterns, um, very basic drum patterns and get really good at those simple things. Um, because nine times out of 10 on any instrument, that's what other people are looking for to collaborate with, uh, to hire, to be in their band, to hire, to be in their traveling band, to play on their record, whatever. You got to be really good at the basic stuff. Um, which the good news about that is, is that basic stuff is not hard to play for any of us. Hopefully, um, if we're listening to this podcast, you're probably playing an instrument at least a little bit. Uh, but, uh, the good news is it's not hard to do that. And the other good news is it doesn't take any special talent to get great at the simple stuff. You just got to practice a lot. You got to work at it. And so that means you can do it. You can do, uh, this first step. You can practice your tail off to get good at the basics. So I do that. And get really good at the basics. Make sure I've got that kind of kind of um, constantly improving, and, and make sure that it's in a spot where I feel really good about it. Um, how how I am at playing those basic things um, on guitar. Um, you know, it might be something like, uh, and, and we'll get back to this in a, in a minute. Um, but um, you might say, well, okay, well, what do I? You know, if I'm a guitar, what am I doing? Just playing scales, um, which yeah probably. Um, but also maybe um, I'd pick maybe two or three records. Um, that, um, have a good mix of simple and and a little bit more challenging elements. Um, and I'd learn the parts. So like on guitar, I definitely like learn the rhythm parts first, um, kind of the, the, the building blocks and then, and then work on, you know, soloing, uh, or the lead parts, not soloing the lead parts over it. You can tell I'm not as as good of a guitar player as I am a drummer. Don't know all the, all the lingo, uh, but yeah, playing like the lead parts, uh, for the song. So kind of work through those as well, but keep it simple, uh, but get really good at those simple things. That's the key. Um, so once I did that, um, I would look at, um, posting some videos of myself online playing along to music in a real context. And I want to be clear about what, what this advice is meant to to direct you towards. I, I am, I don't think there is much use in trying to become internet famous as a musician. So I'm not suggesting that you do this, uh, that you post videos of yourself playing music for the hope that that in and of itself will, will gain you something, um, as a musician. Um, it might make you feel good if someone likes it or someone watches it or someone comments that they like what you do. It certainly makes me feel that way when I post something. It makes me feel great. Um, but I think of those kinds of things as what's supposed, supposed to be a representation of what you bring to the table as a musician. It's kind of like a, a calling card or like, a, like we used to have press kits back in the day as musicians or uh, you don't need your own website necessarily um, because honestly, if you had your own website, you know what I'd suggest you put on it? A bunch of the videos that you posted to social media anyway. So just let, let your social media be that thing. Um, but um, post some videos of yourself playing along with music in a real context. And what I mean by real context is, um, don't go nuts soloing over some popular song. Act like you're the guy or you're the girl who's, who's 
playing on the record and play that and kind of mix it, you know, if you can mix the sound a little bit where what you're playing is a little bit louder so people can make out what you're doing, great. But the whole idea of that is that you want to help anyone who you proactively send your way because no one, most most likely, no one's just going to stumble on your social media and, and hire you. Um, that has happened to me a couple of times. Um, but that's most likely not going to be the first thing that happens for you. But um, what you want is you want to provide uh, someone that you might be talking to or make a connection with. Otherwise, um, you might want to you want to give them the ability to easily envision you playing their gig, whatever gig they have. So you've got to give them musical context. Basically, say, "Oh, I see how how that person." Uh, can sit in with a band and kind of find their space to play um, in in a real musical band context um, because that's what they're going to hire you for most likely. So do some of the work for them. Help them see you um, in that context. And um, once I've done that, I would then reach out to others. Um, And what do I mean by reach out to others? Well, the first thing I would suggest is reaching out to other musicians online with the idea of, of targeting collaboration. Try to collaborate with other musicians. Find someone else who is a, a different instrument than you that's playing stuff that you like, um, that you think is cool, that is, is in a style that you think you could play along with. And just reach out to them and say, hey, um, I really like your style. I'd love to see if maybe we could collaborate. Maybe maybe uh, I'm a guitar player, you're a drummer. Um, maybe I send you some guitar tracks and you play drums on it. And then we both post the video. And, and, and posting the video, again, is not the end result that you're looking for. What you're looking for is to uh, make contacts, network with other musicians, and also get experience uh, interacting in a musical context in a way that is positive, that makes other people like interacting with you in that scenario. Um, because that's something that it's really tough to, to for a lot of us, it's really tough to be naturally good at. Um, some of us are more naturally gifted at getting along with others or collaborating and, and being open to new ideas. Some of us are more gifted at that than others. Um, but we all can get pretty good at it if we practice. So that's what this is for, is to help you get practice at collaborating with others and, l- and developing that language that, y- language that you can use um, to both provide positive and negative feedback, um, but in a way that keeps that partnership going. How do you establish partnerships with other musicians? How do you um, come up with something that you're proud of that also that other person's proud of? Those are all things that um, professional musicians have to do every day. And so if you haven't done that before, find a way to practice. And part of the way to practice is by uh, collaborating with other people. Um, you can do that do that online now. Um, you can find people in real life too. That'd be awesome. But you don't have to. You can also do it um, online. So three things I would suggest to you, and this is, these are things that I would do if I was starting over from scratch. I would practice my tail off to get really good at the basics I would post videos of myself, at least a few, in a real context. And by the way, don't post anything you're not super proud of. Um, don't just don't just let things slide. The beauty of video is you have a chance to do it over and over and over again until it's really, really great. So don't let things slide. Um, because especially if you're targeting being a recording musician, because if you're willing to let things slide and put it on video, they're going to think, man, they also are willing to let things slide um, for my stuff. And you don't want that thought to cross someone's mind. 
So uh, extra bonus, bonus tip there. <laughs> and then also reach out to others for collaboration. Collaborate with people. Learn that language that you need to speak with other people in order to have a positive experience working with other musicians because that is going to be part of your world as a professional musician. All right, well, thanks for joining me today on The Practical Pro Musician. Like I said, my name is Daniel. I'd love for you to hang out with me more. You can check out promusician.org to look at more podcast episodes or listen to more podcast episodes. You also can click on that enroll or join waitlist button in the top right corner of promusician.org to join the waitlist or get involved in the Pro Musician Alliance, which is our very small group of musicians who are really serious about becoming professionals. And uh, you want ongoing training. You want real to do action items every month that you can do to make progress in your music career and so much more. So click over there if you want to uh, jump in on that. Otherwise, we will talk again next week. I'm so happy you could join me. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.